0: Welcome to Purple Politics, Nevada. I'm your host, Lucia Starbuck. The name reflects the fact that Nevada isn't red or blue, it's both. We're talking about bills to help people find a place to live. Earlier this week at the legislature, the Nevada Housing Justice Alliance held a tenants' rights rally. Young people spoke about the challenges of watching their parents struggle with housing. 15-year-old Ida Velasquez traveled from Las Vegas to Carson City with her father, Gerardo. He says he's paid hundreds of dollars in application fees and experienced homelessness while trying to secure a place to rent. Ida says housing insecurity made it difficult for her to do schoolwork without Wi-Fi. I know that because of application fees there was a lot of situations that I had to go through at a young age that I shouldn't have to and it caused my parents health problems such as my mother um, has really bad panic attacks Uh, my father has high blood pressure he's in his 50s And that's where Senate Bill 78 comes in. It would limit application fees to the actual cost of processing an application, but it doesn't set a dollar amount. The bill also prohibits landlords from accepting and collecting fees for multiple applications for the same unit at once. The bill's sponsor, Democratic State Senator Fabian Dunyate, says he was asked for $700 in administrative fees when looking for a place to rent in Carson City during the session.
1: I found myself in a situation where I was trying to move in to serve my district, to move to the Capitol as part of my obligation. And unfortunately, I found myself in similar situations that many other families find themselves in.
0: There is no state law regulating how much a landlord can charge a prospective tenant in application fees. The legislation would also require landlords to disclose all fees a tenant can expect. Opposition says property owners could face increased burdens and potential lawsuits.
1: There's always hesitation from folks who are mom and pop landlords. My parents own two homes. And for us, being landlords, I believe, is part of the American dream. It's a reflection of our wealth that we have accumulated in this country as immigrants. In general, what this bill accomplishes is strengthens the tenants and landlord relationship, stop the bad behavior that's occurring between both sides, and really just brings transparency so that we don't end up in court fighting over he said, she said.
0: I'm Lucia Starbuck, and you're listening to Purple Politics Nevada. Democratic State Senator Dina Neal also has a bill to help people get into housing. Senator Neal, you're proposing a bill that would help people with arrest or criminal records obtain housing.
2: I presented the bill, SB 143, last week, and the idea is that individuals who have been freed from prison, on parole, on probation, and they've served their time, that we're actually giving them the right to housing. One of the great stabilizers is housing. It is also a stabilizer to prevent recidivation.
0: And it would prohibit landlords from not letting someone rent or lease a place because of that record, right?
2: Well, there are some exceptions, right? There is just general sensibility about any kind of sex crimes. They are actually excluded from the bill. There is some debate over what kind of violent crime, that's what's going to be amendment.
0: What are you hearing from people with criminal or arrest records? They feel
2: that they never can get stable because they can't find a place to live. And sometimes when you don't have a stable place, it impacts your ability to go to work on time because you don't know where you are day to day. And so there is a sense of pride that is instilled in a person that feels like, okay, I've been released, I've served my time, and now I have a roof over my head. What opposition are you
0: hearing to the bill? The
2: criminal history, not being able to check the convictions. So I'll probably have to amend the bill to allow an initial check, but not a default, not a decision that says, well, I can't take them because of X. Because that was the argument made. Well, how can I check if they even fit into the sex crime category if you're, I'm not allowed to check at all?
0: You proposed this legislation last session. I did. The Democratic governor at the time vetoed it. He did. Now it will need to be signed by a Republican governor. Mm-hmm. What's different this session? I
2: think that you should never stop fighting for trying to create equity. I'd rather roll the dice and fight for the bill than to give up and believe, oh, well, the current governor may not have an interest in the policy. That's not what my role is here. My role is to serve my district, move an agenda that they ask me to move, and to try to fight for the policy and get it out of both houses. And if he chooses to veto it, that's not gonna fall upon me. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna give up hope just because the prior governor vetoed the
0: bill. That was State Senator Dina Neal. I'm Lucia Starbuck, and you've been listening to Purple Politics Nevada.